national champion Georgia Bulldogs kick off tomorrow. But we can't wait to talk about it, so let's start the weekend now with University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Just give us a call and let's talk all things dogs. Now, here are your hosts, David Johnston and Dax Langley. All right, it is indeed University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. David Johnston and former Georgia punter and kicker Dax Langley along with you for the next two hours as we're going to be talking Georgia football, college football, and all kinds of good stuff. The Dogs take that 27-game winning streak to Knoxville tomorrow for a 3.30 kickoff. The Bulldogs have already clinched a spot in the SEC championship game. They are 10-0 overall, 7-0 in the SEC, while the Volunteers come in 7-3 and 3-3 in the conference, licking their wounds after getting blown out by Missouri last week. So Tennessee tomorrow, Tech next Saturday in Atlanta, and then back to Atlanta for the SEC championship game to take on Alabama. Dax, great to see you again, and man, what a game last week in that blowout over Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean, I just think that Georgia is hitting their stride at, at just the right time. I look back at some of my notes from the Ole Miss game. Yeah, you know, we needed we didn't we you know we needed to handle their explosive plays, and um, they were going to try to get on the outside on the edge and and kind of try to get downhill from there. And you know, none of that happened. At least for the foreseeable part of the game, Georgia had control. Not too long into this, in, into it, you got Tennessee this week. You know, Rocky Top is what it is. Um, it's the toughest place in the, in the in the country to to play. I know you had a or the dogs back when you were playing. That was always a just a tough oh, place it was a tough and place loud. To play. It's, oh, it's, it's the loudest. Yeah, uh, and the nastiest you know environment you can play in. And but Georgia's ready for that. Georgia's been there. Um, Georgia's proven that they can handle. Games on the road and at home, and uh, this is just another test uh, for the dogs. It'll be a 3.30 kickoff tomorrow as the Bulldogs get set to take on Tennessee. We'll uh, recap the Ole Miss game a little bit more on the other side. want to give you the phone number on the University Tire and Automotive fan line, 800-849-1061. Again, that's 800-849-1061. Georgia back to number one in the college football playoff rankings. Ohio State now number two, Michigan three, Florida State four, and Washington in at number five. And the Huskies have a tough game tomorrow night on the road against 11th-ranked Oregon State. Also, Tennessee checks in at number 18. So for the third straight week, the Dogs are involved in a top 20 matchup. Yeah, and, and Tennessee's last four games they've played have, have, will be will be against ranked teams. So it's you know tough, tough, tough in the it's SEC. A, it's a tough road. To, it's a tough road to hoe for Tennessee. I just wanted to. Before we get going, to send a shout out to my friend Jack Gillespie. He's headed up to Knoxville to 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 watch the game. He's kind of driving over the mountain right now, uh, trying to get trying to get back a home. He's actually a Tennessee fan. Oh no! So, well, that's okay. Yeah, we will okay. forgive him. <laughs> but um, he's stuck in. He's he's in Athens with with the Bulldog Nation. 
He's an assistant pro over at the club. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, well, Jack, uh, good luck over. So he's headed that way, right? Yeah, he's All headed right. up there. Good luck on that drive because that ain't a fun one yeah. uh, at all. Unless you uh, unless you go up a certain direction and uh, stop in at a certain casino, but I won't say anything about yeah, that. I think you have to turn off. <laughs> I think you turn off left before, the, yeah. before that. That always helps. That does. All right. Anyway, we'll take a break. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Along with Dax Langley, I'm David Johnston. This is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. How did the Bulldogs do in their last game? Let's review with the last game look back. Brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. David Johnston and Dax Langley along with you. Thanks so much for joining us. And we are with you until 8 o'clock as the Bulldogs get set to take on Tennessee tomorrow afternoon at 3.30. And Dax, uh, we'll jump back to the phones in just a couple of minutes. But last week we we mentioned how, how great it was. Coach Richt uh, was recognized. He'll be going into the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, that was pretty pretty cool. Pretty cool. We had Brian Harmon back after uh, getting recognized for winning the, uh, the Open Championship uh, back this summer. A lot of former players were uh, in town as well, so, so, especially some of those Philadelphia Bulldogs as they had the weekend off. And I wanted to ask you, too, um, how much of a, and this isn't something you can see or hold or whatever, but Brock Bowers being back and just electrified the crowd, how much does do you take into effect for something like that? Obviously, on the field, it's a big deal, but for the players and the fans of having him back. Well, you know, having Brock back and Ladd on the field at the same time, yeah. you know, I think this will be, it could, could possibly be the first time uh, Carson has his full complement of receivers and and playmakers. Um, that's going to be huge. You know, Tennessee secondaries, you know, not playing their best football, and they're they're you know trying to kind of put a mass unit together on the, in their linebacking core. Yeah. So um, having Brock back is 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 amazing that he can. Could heal that quick, you know. You got to really tip your hat to Ron and and what their therapy sessions are like, probably. And and you got to give credit to the to the surgeon who who did the treat, you know, who did the surgery. Sure. Um, you know, if not for folks like that, we we wouldn't have Brock back. And probably um, thanks to Brock's parents for giving him the genes, yeah, <laughs> to be able to get back right. quicker He's got too. Some special genes, yes, genes for sure. Um, but I, you know, you talked about the Ole Miss game, and if you just look at the numbers, these are pretty amazing, and and this bodes well for Mike, for Coach Bobo is is one of the one of fifty two honor or nominees for the Broils yeah, Award, which is which fantastic, is pretty, pretty special for Mike. But you know, we had six hundred and eleven total yards to three hundred and fifty two total yards. That I mean, that's that's almost double. And the um, fact that the Georgia's yardage was just about split down the middle, three eleven yeah. to three hundred. Yeah, three eleven in passing and three hundred in rushing yards per play, almost ten yards per play. Mm. I mean, uh, twenty five first downs to eighteen. 
Of course, our third down efficiency has been, you know, extremely high. We were five of eight, and they were sixteen of fifteen. But what really stands out is we only had we only had the ball about a minute more than they did in the game, and we we just took advantage of that one minute. <laughs> you know, exactly. Took advantage of of you know a lot of times you see a, a pretty big spread in the in the possession time, but we did a lot with 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 that thirty minutes. And, and, and that's what we're going to have to do tomorrow. And to throw a couple more things on there, Georgia scored in double digits in all four quarters, which is the first time they've done that right. this year. They did it in the uh, national championship game against TCU. By the way, Georgia has scored in 36 of 40 quarters this year. Yeah. So, I mean, Some it's, say they, it's been great. There's a way to bet on uh, on quarters. But I've never, <laughs> never I think heard I've of heard that. of that. I'll have to get back to you on that. Uh, yes. There's I a, think they would have won, won that one. <laughs> By the way, the funny thing is, the two court, two of the four quarters Georgia didn't score in this year were against Ball State. Right. So it's just, uh, but then again, they still scored forty five in that game. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's they, crazy. Get it, they get it done. I mean, yeah. they, they get it done. Mike's putting together good schemes. Um, you know, as, as as boring as it sounds, you know, we're you know we're leaning on that running game with Deshaun and and. Kendall Milton, yep. and they're not necessarily breakaway backs, but they are they are backs that are getting a seven, eight, nine, you know, sometimes ten yards a carry, and um, that's not you know if you don't have a pure breakaway back, you know, which you know is hard to find any any time, then you just got to ground and pound them and just keep beating them up till they can't take it anymore. If they're boxers, they're not. Landing a ton of knockout blows, but they're just they're hitting, hitting that, you in the ribs, hitting, just over and over and over and, and over. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, and they do a great job of it. Yes, um, absolutely. I mean, the cuts that that Dejon makes are right on time. You know, to get that extra two or three, four yards. Looking for more of that tomorrow. Eight hundred eight four nine one zero six one on the University Tire and Automotive Fan Line. We're going to jump to the phones. Our leadoff man, once again, our buddy David over in Grayson. David, welcome to the show. You're on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Great Friday night. Thank you so very much, Mr. Dave and Dax. What a great victory, you know, last week. I just wanted to congratulate the team because all you heard was this high-powered offense from Ole Miss. Well, we showed up, and we showed a little high-powered offense. And then going back to Mr. Bowers, God bless him. When he made that first cut, it was unbelievable. I mean, the surgery and everything showed right then because there was a lot of people and were wondering about that. But what an outstanding uh, uh, an addition to have back. Not only that, we have him on the field. That opens up other opportunities in, 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 in our passing game with Mr. Lucky. And you know, and 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 uh, and other people all around him, and and throwing out of the back out of the backfield. I mean, we just look. It's it's awesome to have him back. So, Dave, defense. I got a question for you, and then Dax. Uh, defensively, Georgia is going up against an offense. You know, Joe Milton, and he's got Jordan Snell at running back, and he's got a pretty good wide receiver. What have you seen that may give us some challenges? I know we don't have number ten back there. Um, I think Mr. Kirk Herbstreet said it best on um, College Game Day. Um, that was one of the things that he was concerned about, how Georgia was going to be with, without that man making those defensive calls. 
and I wanted to get your opinion on that. Are we doing that by committee? Do we have somebody in there? I know we have number six in there, and he's a freshman. As far as I'm concerned, he did a great job last week, but um, I'm sure he's going to grow into the offense while number 10's not out, Mr. Jamar Dumas-Johnson. That's a huge loss, but that's what why we uh, Kirby's got such great depth. Um, so, so, so these kids have got some experience as well, because I mean that's what's so great about this program is he gives them reps so that they're ready, so that if somebody goes down, hey, we got him to come in here. Um, so, and then Dax, you know, we had a, that walk on Cody. You know, our defense uh, when we played against with him, uh, you know, they only went 120 yards, but that gum he went all over Tennessee. I mean, he had 200 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving again. And, um, you know, so, I mean, uh, I, I'm wondering how, how our, our, I guess we're going to take, take advantage of that this week, you know, with offensively. Is there anything defensively that you see, Mr. Dax, that, that's going to give us fits? And then one thing I'm not being a Debbie Downer is, and I'm sure Kirby got a little bit uptight last week, is that when we got that turnover at Ole Miss, gave us the ball right there before the half. I thought we were going to have that killer instinct go down and at least get three points. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping we'll get that cleared up because that was another opportunity. Hopefully it won't come back and bite us. But what a great what a great win, and, and good luck this week. And, you know, some great calls. I'm not going to yell and scream, but I just remember the fake, the Harrison, Andy Johnson bootleg. I mean – and that's what Larry said. My God, we beat Tennessee in Knoxville. That was in '73. We beat them 35 to 31. What a great game! And then uh, Herschel ran right over Bill Bates. And then the other one was we just stepped on their face with a hobnail boot and broke their nose. We just crushed their face. And the thing about that that call there is, I couldn't believe Tennessee did this to us, you guys. It's Stewart. They did a swing pass out to the left. And Larry was said, they just broke our hearts and threw it all over the field. Now what are we going to do? <laughs> and then they, then they line up and they squid kick it. And then David Green brought us down methodically with Aunt Randy McMichael and got us down there closer. And then it, we called P99 Haynes, where we stuck the fullback over the middle, and there it was. It was open. Touchdown. And we win the game 26-24. Just some great highlights. And as for you Bulldog fans out there, that was Coach Mark Rick's first SEC win. So uh, God bless you guys. I'll get your insight on my questions this week. I try to go slow this week. It's an exciting week. And uh, God bless you if I don't hear from you again. Uh, to you, uh, Mr. Dave, and to you, Dax, from our house to your house, have a blessed and happy Thanksgiving. And go dogs. All right. Thank you very much, David. Great stuff. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family as well. We are up on the break, so we'll we'll uh, dive through your questions and comments as we continue on throughout the show. But very good stuff there, David. We appreciate you. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Back after this on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. What are the highlights of this weekend's schedule, both in the SEC and around the country? Find out with a Weekend Roundup, brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. 
All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. We also love the Dr. Pepper and the Diet Dr. Pepper and all the great products from Dr. Pepper. Dax, the dogs in Tennessee, one versus 18. But what about tomorrow night out in the Pac-12? Number five, Washington at number 11, Oregon State. Big one there. I tell you, Oregon State has surprised a lot of folks yeah. this year. Uh, DJ. <clears throat> Go ahead and try it. Uwe Ungalay. That's close I enough. That's I, don't, I think that works. <laughs> no, he's, uh, I think he's settled in and really enjoyed this, this you know, transferring out there. and Looks like a change know, of scenery did him some good, too. Change of scenery did too. him some good. And, uh, but uh, I tell you, Washington is a, is, a, is a tough out. I mean, they, uh, you know, Penix just seems to come up with plays. He seems to just drop dimes all game long. Um, you know, we don't see a ton of defense in Pac-12 or Pac-12 games, but, you know, they at least have a little bit of defense. Um, so that'll be an exciting yeah. one. Yeah, and Oregon State is actually, even though they're the lower-ranked team, they are playing at home. They are the uh, the favorite, uh, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Wow. Unless it's shifted a little bit, but that's what it was earlier in the week. The uh, other one, um, and we'll jump back to the phones here, but – I don't think this has happened very often. Kansas State and Kansas are playing each other, and they're both ranked. Uh, Kansas yeah. State's twenty-one, and Kansas, you, Kansas is twenty-five. Kansas is sketchy. They 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 play <laughs> these great games, and then they come back and yeah, get beat. Exactly. Uh, like last week. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, they play hard, and they've got a good coach, and and they seem to, you know, be in the right, be going in the right direction. But they, you know, they just so many teams in the in the country, you know, just don't seem to be able to sustain leads and 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 get through the second half without somebody coming back on them it's just like the defense has just quit we'll have to see what happens in all these games tomorrow can't wait it's going to be another great uh, saturday yeah. of college football we've got this saturday or tomorrow and we got next saturday and then you know it's that's it for the regular season so it has flown by it just makes you're talking about how teams just have trouble yeah, they just, it just you know, makes watch, what Georgia's done so games, impressive. Whatever league it's in, you watch games or look at scores in games, and and um, you know teams jump out to these big leads, and then next thing you know, they're down ten. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's weird. It really is. Well, Dax, we'll uh, we'll talk more about the games. We'll play our favorite game, Moneyline Dax, in the second hour as well. But we're going to jump back to the phones. On the University Tire and Automotive fan line, 800-849-1061. We got Charles checking in from Sevierville, Tennessee. And Charles, good evening. Welcome to the show. You're on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Well, you brought up the Dr. Pepper, so let me bring that up real quick. (laughs) We are listening. You asked me how it was doing, I told you I'd give you a report. I think you know who this is. This is the great the other day. Chapeau, yes, sir. Thank you. But we we are listening through our Dr Pepper tumbler. Oh, yes, okay. Sir, walk away from it on the Bluetooth up here, playing pool with the cabin. Awesome. So it works wonderful. Oh, excellent. But a couple things. I, used to they used to have a little in the stadium transmitter, so where you could listen to the to the home team audio. They don't do that anymore. Is there? Do you know of a radio station up this way that actually has the dogs? 
Um, I, you know, I could look and 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 let you know. I I don't write off, and no, I mean, I, we can Google it. I just didn't know. Yeah, I'm right not sure, and I guess they quit doing that in in uh, in stadium. Are you sure they don't do that anymore? Did they quit doing no, that? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a while. I'll, I'll they used to hang like the frequency out, but like yeah, you know, you can get it over the internet, but it's delayed. Exactly, exactly. And it and that's hard. I'm gonna shoot but. a quick text to somebody, and they can get, give me the answer here if they if they're near their phone. So I'll check and, on that for you. And and while we're talking about the dogs, how about the the uh, lady soccer dogs with the victory? Huh? That was fantastic. A three to two win over Iowa. So they'll be taking on, I guess, Clemson Sunday in the Sweet Sixteen. Of the uh, the yeah. NCAA tournament, so it should be pretty good. Then, <coughs> Absolutely. Uh, my other question I was going to ask you is is uh, practice Tuesday. So I, I may or may not have went over there and done some paperwork and been in the area <laughs> and heard heard some audible live. So I, I would think I would think Kirby's going to have them motivated. But uh, my question is for for Dax is. Did, did he ever get the the run of the mill like I probably heard the other day back in his day? The uh, from the coaches when he wasn't happy with practice. If Coach Donnan yeah. didn't like a practice. Yeah, did <laughs> Coach Donnan get as animated as, as Coach Smart. Gets mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, hey Charles, thank you so much. You are uh, you're a great uh, American. Uh, a damn good dog, and uh, that's Officer Chapeau, and he is part of uh, Georgia State Patrol's finest, so we appreciate okay. everything he does for us. But he and his family are up. Uh, they rented a cabin, and they are ready to go for the I game. Did, I did hear that that uh, uh, Coach Smart wasn't real happy with the Tuesday practice and yes. uh, may have started it over uh, well into it. So that may have been a late night for him. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. By the way um, – Charles, they still do an in-house radio feed on the road. So um, I'll see if I – they may not know the where they – what they'll be on the dial, though, until they get there and get hooked up. But I'll see if I can find out that for you. So, yes, I have been told by the great engineer, the road dog, Adam Gillespie, that they still do the in-house radio feed when they're on the road. So I'll see if I can get you uh, – here's the thing. I know this is not trying to be smart, but when you get in there – just move up and down. It's usually on the lower end of the dial on the FM side, and you can find, you can hear them at some point. So, anyway, all right, we got to take a feed. We're going to jump back to the phones on the other side. Hang on. We'll jump to you next. Dave and Dax here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. <laughs> What play made you stand up and cheer? Let's get a recap of the coolest play of the week. Brought to you by Green Tree Metal Roots with the Cool Chemistry Axo Noble Paint System. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light and uh, Dave and Dax along with you. We will jump back to the phones. First, though, it's the Green Tree Metal's coolest play of the week. Put him a little bit closer to the end of the line. Beck will throw it into the end zone. There's Bowers. Touchdown right under the goalpost. Eight-yard touchdown strike, Brock. So there is your Green Tree Metal's coolest play of the week. Hey, Georgia scored 52 points. There were a lot of things that happened that went really well, but the, the Bowers touchdown just represented him being back and yeah, what a great he, thing it was. He kind of gave a little stutter step on that linebacker and – 
or maybe strong safety and got his head turned, you know, quick enough. I think Carson was going to him before his head was even turned. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's so good at, at recognizing the ball and um, great for him to come back and, you know, get a touchdown in the you know first game he's back. You it know, was awesome. I know he's got a lot of confidence just naturally, but, you know, getting a touchdown really proves that and keeps that confidence at a high level. And I believe what was that his twenty sixth career touchdown catch, which is second. He was already second. I think he's four back of Terrence. a young man named Terrence Edwards, who was Terrence pretty good. Edwards. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So there is our uh, Green Tree Medals <laughs> coolest player. Anybody league. but Terrence. What's that? I don't think they threw to anybody but Terrence. <laughs> yeah. When Terrence was playing. He brought him in, that's for sure. By the way, before we jump to the phones, I do want to mention, and thanks to Adam Gillespie, the road dog, he uh, has informed me, and I hope Charles and the the clan are still listening, tomorrow check 101.5 FM when you're at the game, 101.5 FM, and this is for anybody, it's just for regular radio, and if you're in Knoxville, you can hopefully hear the in-house feed. And he did say if that signal's a little dicey, he may change it to something else. But just keep like kind of just going on your dial and just seeing if you can find it. The old-fashioned way, back like when uh, your car had a radio dial. Just go up and down until you find it. But start at 101.5, and hopefully that'll be it. So thanks to the road dog, Adam Gillespie. All right, we are going to jump to the phones. 800-849-1061. One oh six one, and we are going to talk to. I need help. My computer, my screen just went down. Jason, Jason thank you very much, Stephen. Let's go to Jason. You're on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night. Hello, Jason. Welcome to the show. What's happening, fellas? Great show. Great show. Thank you very much. Driving down the road. I, I'm curious. You know, uh, earlier in the year, uh, everybody you know was belly aching about the lack of uh, creativity on the offensive side of the uh, the ball. And then, you know, of course, as the, the season's progressed, you know, especially the last few weeks, I think we're all pretty stoked about, you know, what we're seeing. So I'm just curious, you know, people will say early in the year, and Dax may no more can speak to this, but, you know, early in the year they're saying we're not showing much of the playbook. Uh, you know, and other people will say, well, the quarterback, you know, he's brand new, hadn't been out there. So what is the real deal on that? I mean, is it a, just a combination or are they really holding back on the weak teams earlier in the year or, or what? Because it's, it's totally different, you know, as the seasons progress, which is a good thing. Yeah, Jason, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And Dax, what, what would you say I, to that? I would say it's a little bit above, yeah. Jason. I mean, you know, we, we started out you know, I guess what the first three games with, you know, inferior opponents and, you know, tried to, you know, try to establish the running game, get, you know, we didn't have Jay John for the first couple of games. So, you know, you can't, you know, when you're scheming against another team and what they do, you try to go and attack what they, what they don't do well. So each game is different. Um, I think I think there's been a consistent, um, you know, upward, upward, you know, on the chart, you know, upward arrow as far as how Mike's gotten creative and 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 opened up the playbook a little bit. 
But, you know, if you can beat people running the ball and and uh, blocking and tackling, you know, you don't have to do anything special. I don't think we've run any trick plays or anything out of the ordinary. I think we've just, you know, grounded and pounded. And and, and then, you know, I, I look at the receivers and the plays that they make, you know, we have, you know, Lad can catch the ball and and obviously can run away from people. Um, so can Brock. Um, but if we can just continue making medium-sized plays in the air um, and moving the chains, you know, we'll get to the touchdown. May not be as fast as we want it to be, but we'll get down there and and uh, capitalize. And that uh, the offensive number Georgia has scored in twenty-three straight quarters uh, you got to go back to I believe the first quarter of the Auburn game that Georgia didn't score in so it's uh in and like Dak said maybe it is a little bit of both uh, do you do you unload the entire playbook in your first game against UT Martin of course not <laughs> but how much do you kind of you know, you know work the, it in as the games go on you know I mean there's there's things Mike likes from the from from past experience yeah. I mean he's not Looking at every play Todd Munkin ran last year and saying which one do I pick? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Mike's got his own creative way of, of you know, of scheming against defenses and finding the weaknesses and and uh, taking advantage of a lack of depth and um, you know, look, every offensive quarter quarter you know offensive coordinator has a spotter, you know, someone talking to him. You know, and if there's a new guy coming in that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a true freshman or hasn't played a lot, you know, they may go try to pick on it. Yeah, absolutely. So, Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely. You got to find the uh, – you're only as strong as your, your – what, your 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 biggest weakness or whatever it is. Right. And so, I, I, yeah. think, I think a big key this week is, is you know, Tennessee's defense is, is improved, um, but I think we can get some linemen maybe to the next level and work on some of those tight ends that are just kind of – that are – being asked to fill in yeah. for for some injuries. So 800 849 1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. We will jump back to the phones. We got a full bank. We love it. Hang on. Uh, Carl and Dawson, you are next when we come back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night, presented by Bud Light. What do the Bulldogs think of tomorrow's game? Let's find out with a view from the top. Brought to you by the award-winning Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. All right, it's University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. Dave and Dax along with you, and uh, we are with you until 8 o'clock. So thanks so much for joining us as the dogs get set to take on Tennessee tomorrow afternoon, a 3.30 kickoff at Neyland Stadium, and um, for those listening to us up there and for those who may be on their way, the uh, forecast for tomorrow doesn't look too bad, and in fact, right now it is cloudy and 63. There is some rain tonight in the Knoxville area, but tomorrow looks like it's going to be good, 61 and sunny. Now, we'll get down into the uh, mid-30s Saturday night into Sunday morning but uh, looks like it's going to be a good uh, football weather day. All right, we will uh, hear from Kirby and the view from the top in just a moment. But first, we want to check in with our man, Carl and Dawson G.A. 
beautiful Terrell County. Carl, thanks for joining us here on University. Stephen Lane just gave me a weird look. He's from that area. Not from Terrell County. You're from Randolph. He's from Randolph County. So, Carl, no fighting with Steven tonight. You're on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. Welcome to the show, Carl. Hang on one second, Carl. Do we have you? Hang on. Now I hear you. Carl, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you, Dave. Uh, kind of an orange crush feeling night tonight. Um, I can confirm that that was me on the Dr. Pepper rant of the week. Oh, that was awesome. I sent you a baby picture. I saw it, yeah. The great Cade. He looked uh, adorable. My daughter said, he don't have any pants on. Turn around. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> pants are optional at 960 the rest. <laughs> That's, this is true. Yes, sir. Um, Stephen was giving that look because I asked him a question. He told me to ask y'all, um, how many Georgia cheerleaders can one man handle? <laughs> How many? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were we were setting you up for a punchline here for a good uh, for a good uh, good line there. Yeah, that was the punchline. I don't know, but I'd like to find out. <laughs> exactly. I'll uh, we'll we'll stop that conversation here and move on to something else. All right. Well, I heard that Dolly's going to be there tomorrow, and she's going to sing Rocky Top. Mm. I think she, I think she should stand under the goalpost and sing "Here You Come Again" <laughs> to the Georgia offense. Absolutely, great stuff, Carl. Anyway. All right, you guys have a great night and go dogs. Thank you very much, Carl. We appreciate you. Go dogs. All right, view from the top. Here's what Kirby had to say earlier in the week. Well, I think the improvement with Tennessee's defense is uh, they have more experienced players in their system. They've got a lot of players, to me, that have been playing for two, three, four years. Um, and, and those guys are, are very experienced. A lot of playing defense is um, the experiences you've had and you've played in these big moments. And uh, they have talented players. Uh, they have more size uh, across the defensive line. They play with great pad level and strike. So. They've improved immensely in terms of how aggressive they are. They, they, you know, they got a great pass rusher that's a freshman that's come on and been a big impact. So you just see it all over the tape, and uh, they're, they're they're playing at a high level. Um, in terms of uh, the freshman linebackers, they they you know, they they were here in the spring. They got a lot of reps in the spring. They got uh, to work in the summer, and they've had fall camp. They're they're not like where you want a veteran linebacker to be by no means, um, but they they played a lot of football. They've taken a lot of reps. Um, they got a good coach, and they got good players around them to help them communicate. So, uh, the hope is that that no matter who's up, they can step in and play. The way Georgia fans travel to games, you may only be disadvantaged a couple of times this year from a crowd standpoint, at least significantly. Obviously, one being at Auburn, another being this week. How do you think Parson um, handled Auburn, and, and what do you think he can take from that experience this week? You know, it's a tough environment when you go on the road in the SEC. It's never easy. Um, you know, Neyland pre- pre- presents one of the toughest ones there is in the country in terms of environment and noise. Um, but you know, we, we 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 emphasize that every week. We don't do that week to week. We we have to we have to emphasize that for our defense when we're at home. So, 
you know, we, we do it to the offense when we're going against the defense. So it's something that's continuous for us even in the offseason. That doesn't mean that it's easy. It's hard. And you, you scheme things differently. You know, you, you do a little less of this and a little more of this, and you, you carry a little more of these and a little less of those uh, when you're on the home and ro- road. Uh, you have to execute at a high level. It puts more pressure on your run game because you have to be able to uh, run the ball. And uh, in a line of scrimmage is important any time, but it's really important on the road. You've obviously been to Neyland almost countless times at this point when you consider as a player and assistant and a head coach now. I know all these venues can be different. What what may be just a little bit unique about Neyland compared to the other really loud places you go to in this league? The the setup of the stadium is unique. You know, it's really vertical. It feels, it feels like they're right on top of you. It's it's not uh, it's not as um, lean back. It's it's right there on you. A lot of a lot of fans. You know, very passionate fans, um, and that, that makes it tough. I appreciate you take one game at a time, but you're now heading towards a you know a historical achievement. From an outsider's perspective, it, it feels like pressure should grow each game or game on game. But when I listen to you and I listen to your players, there's nothing but a sense of calmness about it. How do you maintain that culture, that sense of calm when everything outside is, you know, whirlwind? We're just trying to win the now. I mean, we, we literally are just trying to, to win the now today and be where our feet are and uh, just try to dominate the moment and, and not, not get caught up in, in, in all the noise and uh you know, the best way to do that is have good leadership that focuses on humility and those things. Well, I don't know who that was that asked the last question. It was a good one. I thought it was really good. And uh, even maybe over in the British Isles, they know about the winning streak. But uh, he's he, he, Scottish. Yeah. So he may be from the Highlands. The Highlands. But it's a good question, Dax. It does seem like Kirby and the players just have this this calmness to it. Well, them. you know, this is something that's that's. Yeah, this is something that's been happening from day one, and I preached about that about you know just the culture that that Kirby intended to build, and and that culture has to have everyone on the same page, and um, you know as far as recruiting, Kirby knows his coaching staff knows what kind of kids they want, what kind of kids will fit in. Yeah, um, you know they're not getting every player out there, but they're getting their you know. They're getting the players that they're getting five stars. They're getting four stars. They're getting three stars, and they're 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 building that culture. But more than just Kirby, you know, the 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 players that have been on the team expect that culture and expect that 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 process to be followed. And and Kirby's always said, you know, we're playing for Georgia. We're not playing for ourselves. We're not playing to try to go to the NFL. We're playing one game at a time, and we'll play for Georgia. And look what it's done. The long winning streak of 27 games. The uh, Bulldogs, 37 straight regular season victories. 26 regular season SEC wins in a row. And uh, 43 out of 44, including two national championships. All right, we uh, our five-star caller, Tim. Tim, hang on. When we come back on the other side, you are leading it off the second hour. So we appreciate that. We got to take a quick time out along with Dax. I'm Dave, and this is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. 